Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Take on a new endeavor. January is a good time to do it in sports with all the NBA going on, some MLB news trickling in, a lot of NFL to talk about. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I'm knowing this now because I'm I'm keeping a little spreadsheet and a little uh, Google Doc of all the things to talk about in, like, the middle of uh, summer, like uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, candy and favorite memory at an amusement park. We'll get into all that stuff when there's little else to discuss. But there is so much to discuss now from the playoffs to coaches to the all-star lineups for the NBA were unveiled tonight and some New York area fans very upset their guy didn't get in. Uh, You got the trade deadline coming up in a couple of weeks, but you've already seen a handful of moves in the NBA, so we'll see if that deadline day is pretty quiet and what might happen there, the NFL awards, we've seen the nominees now. That's how they do it. They don't just tell you at the end of the year, they make it a whole Oscar type ceremony. So we've got those to discuss and uh, a lot of previewing still about the previews and uh, the playoffs, the playoffs coming up this weekend. That makes more sense as a sentence, the playoffs coming up this weekend, obviously the Lions and the Niners, the Ravens and the Chiefs, and it's a Thursday, and we pulled this out last Thursday, so we'll pull it out again tonight. The Bardo meter. I still, having a week to think about it, I kind of like Bartometer better, but we're going to go with Bardo meter. It's a machine that I input a question, and then it gives us the answer. So you can be mad at me if you don't like the answers, but it's the machine that is giving it to you, and we want to talk about, we'll do this next hour, who is the most to gain from winning a Super Bowl from the quarterbacks to the coaches? Some of these guys have been there, done that. Some of these guys have been there, not done that. Some of these guys have not been there. There's one coach in particular I really think needs this before the narrative starts to turn. And I think there's a couple of quarterbacks that uh, really need this as well. But we'll see what the Bardometer says in about an hour from now. It was another adventurous and newsworthy day when it comes to coaching decisions. Now we won't give as much attention to this one in the NBA as we've been giving to uh, the doc rivers, Adrian Griffin buck situation, but the wizards did make a change. Brian Keefe is promoting uh, being promoted to replace Wes Unseld jr. Who's getting a front office role. So I do at least want to mention that since last night, I think, uh, and the night before, we we talked a lot about what's going on with the Bucks because it's a crazy situation. Look, how many teams fire their head coach and then two days later 
have two all-stars named as starters. Is that, is that, is that ever happened? Bucks still haven't officially announced Doc Rivers either. That hasn't been officially announced yet. And if it is by tomorrow and if he coaches tomorrow, the Bucks are going to take on Cleveland again. And they've seen Cleveland now three times in 10 days. They could see the Milwaukee Bucks in 10 days with Adrian Griffin as the head coach, with interim Joe Prunty as the head coach, and then with Doc Rivers as the head coach. But no official announcement yet from Milwaukee, although we have gotten some of the reporting about the the contract, and he's going to have a three-and-a-half-year deal, upwards to about $40 million. So the Milwaukee Bucks, again, this doesn't count for the salary cap, and this is the owners paying this. But they are paying three different coaches as of right now when the Doc Rivers hiring's official. Three different guys, 18 million bucks to be the head coach. So pretty absurd, but this is a team that's trying to win a title and trying to win one very quickly. So we could talk about that a little more throughout the night as well. And definitely these all-star starters that have been named. The big takeaway is it's a good reminder that we're going back to East and West. We're going back to East and West. I think you could do uh, USA versus the world. I think that's a nice format. The captain format was good for what it was, um, but the draft was kind of more exciting than the game. We're going back to East and West. We're getting rid of the Elam ending, which was decent, but they're going more traditional and going East to West. A lot of these leagues have tried to tinker with their formats, the NFL tinkering by just getting rid of it in general, which I still am very mad about. I am very mad that there's no Pro Bowl. There wasn't last year. There's not this year. And I know the action is bad, but I'm telling you, and I hope that you guys come around on this, what we used to get in the final years of the Pro Bowl is better than what we're getting now. But everyone wanted to complain so much that guys weren't getting hit sticked in the backfield, that punters weren't getting their heads taken off on special teams. So we all complained. And now we have a video game challenge and flag football, which is a waste of everybody's time. Congratulations if you make the Pro Bowl, but still, I think, a waste of everybody's time. Um, The Falcons may have wasted Bill Belichick's time, and that kind of seems to be the main takeaway from this, which is a a shame, and I think there'll be more positive news that comes out about Raheem Morris, not that there hasn't been already. This is an instance where the – Falcons hire Raheem Morris and all I've heard from anybody is like people in the Rams organization saying, thank you. Thank you, Atlanta. Give this guy a job. We love him. We absolutely love him, but this guy needs to be a head coach. So thank you for doing that. Raheem Morris has been a head coach before he has coached on both sides of the football in the last handful of years. Uh, He was the actual, he was the interim with Atlanta in 2020 He was the defensive coordinator after a few years as their wide receivers coach. And he was the head coach. You may remember him as the head coach at Tampa Bay back in 2009, went three and 13 then 10 and six, but then four and 12 again, did not make the playoffs in any of those years toiled around. And maybe that's the wrong word to say as a defensive backs coach with Washington, then joined Atlanta in 15 and he was with them through 2020. So he was with Atlanta for a good handful of years, and they had a decision. Do they hire the interim coach, or do they take someone completely new? They took Arthur Smith. And that era under Arthur Smith, I think, is a very forgettable era. And apparently he's got some interest as an offensive coordinator elsewhere. I don't think he'll ever be a head coach again in this league, Arthur Smith. 
I think with Raheem Morris, maybe you look, okay, maybe in 10 years he gets another shot, and he did. Arthur Smith, I don't know. I mean, I may be being too, too hard on the guy. I just never saw it with him. He seemed to want to prove, like, everybody wrong, that he could do it, that he was the smartest guy in the room. He literally, I think, read his depth chart upside down. I mean, if you're a fantasy football player, maybe that's the issue. Maybe if you're just an average fan, you're like, what is so wrong with Arthur Smith? So he had some barely sub-500 seasons. Oh, well. But if you're a fantasy football player and B. John Robinson and Drake London and Kyle Pitts are all like backups on this team, yeah, you don't like uh, you don't like Arthur Smith. So Raheem Morris is going to get the job there. I think that is a strong hire for Atlanta, and that's a long-term kind of hire. Arthur Blank has this team. He has a lot of pieces, like I just mentioned. They do need a quarterback. They do need a quarterback. They can work on the defense. Again, Raheem Morris is coached on both sides of the ball. He can have a good overarching kind of idea of what's going on and what's best for this team, and you give a guy a coaching opportunity 10 years after his last one, Outside of the interim job, you know that he's going to do everything to make sure it works this time around. I like the hire for them. But again, this kind of signals the Bill Belichick aspect of it. Because as far as we know, the Atlanta Falcons were the only team that was interviewing Bill Belichick. And the jobs are kind of becoming scarce. The Panthers also made a hire today. Dave Canales, who was the offensive coordinator with Tampa. I did not have much of an idea, honestly, who this man was until maybe December when it seemed like the TV networks were focused on showing him a lot. Hey, this is Dave Canales. Oh, okay. He was with Seattle for a while. Uh, I saw one Panthers fan. I did. I did see one Panthers fan say, this guy turned around Geno Smith and he turned around Baker Mayfield. He could turn around Bryce Young. We're happy about it. The Panthers job was going to be tricky. That job was going to be tricky because the owner, David Tepper, is a meddler. At least from what we know, he seems to be a meddler. He's been firing coaches as fast as he can hire them. Interims, the main guy. You want to talk about a team that's paying a bunch of coaches, David Tepper's your man. He does the same thing with his soccer franchise as well in Charlotte that he owns. These guys, he churns and burns these guys. So he wants results quickly. He's from a portion of the business world that... You make a determination and you know what the result is going to be in football. You can make a determination and draft the right prospect and it still may not come out. Like for all the diligence they did on Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, I think that he was expecting, well, Bryce Young's the number one pick. He should perform at this level. CJ Stroud is the number two pick. He should perform at this level. Good, but less than one. They took Bryce Young. He was outperformed by C.J. Stroud, I mean, by a wide margin. Stroud's probably going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. And Bryce Young had a couple of decent games throughout the season, a better one at the end towards uh, end of the season against Green Bay. But Bryce Young has a lot more work to do, and maybe Dave Canales is the guy to get it done. He's a younger guy. He's 42. This is his first head coaching job, and this is a job that was going to probably be taken by a guy who is looking for his first head coaching job. You're not going to get Pete Carroll here to be bossed around. You're not going to get Mike Vrabel here to be bossed around. And not even like you do this, you call this play, but any level of I got to keep my door open at all times in case David Tepper walks by. These coaches don't want that. 
And when you own a football team, it's hard to like not do that. I mean, you own a football team. You feel like I own this team. I should have some say, but you also need to hire a coach and let him do what he does. You're an owner. You get a GM. You get a coach. That's typically how it works. Jerry Jones and a few others excluded. They gave this guy a six-year deal. So kudos to his agent. Kudos to him. And maybe that's what it was going to take. Because if you do, you know, get a happy hand here and pull the trigger quickly, you at least get paid for six years with the way that David Tepper has been running things in Carolina. For Dave Canales' sake, hopefully he gets some time. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he can really try to teach Bryce Young. It's always hard when these guys get drafted so high. A lot of times they're drafted in these situations where the team is not good. And so if the quarterback right away doesn't turn things around and if they're coming in with an incumbent coach, they don't have a lot of time usually with that coach. We saw the same thing with Justin Fields. You get an opportunity in Houston. Things are going well. They're doing it together. But then in the situation of Carolina, uh, it did not work that way. So they're going to go on and try to do this with uh, Dave Canales. So happy for him and happy for the Panthers to have settled on a uh, in, on a coach. Although Frank Reich, yeah, he was the coach there too and probably thought he was going to move along with Bryce Young and then that didn't work out either. So again, six-year deal. That's why. Six-year deal for him. But for Raheem, Mor- uh, Raheem Morris, it's a big opportunity for him and it's a big opportunity for Atlanta. And I think that from what we've read and from the reporting that we've seen, Bill Belichick was the target of Arthur Blank, the owner. You have a Super Bowl winning head coach six times, the success he's as a, as a coordinator, the kind of cachet he brings into an organization. You have that. That's very attractive for a guy who, you know, is in his 80s as an owner. Say what you will about that, but the guy wants to win. The guy wants to win, and he wants to do it pretty quickly. He has seen his team get to the Super Bowl. He would like to see his team win a Super Bowl. I saw a few good jokes that the uh, Falcons actually did their own 28-3 on Bill where they thought they were going to let Bill think he had the job and then at the last minute give it to somebody else. But apparently there was a lot of discussion in the organization and a lot of people finally got the message up to the owner, Arthur Blank, and said, Arthur, we know what you want here. Raheem Morris is better suited for this franchise, and he's better suited to be the coach of the Falcons right now. And and that's the perception that's happened to Bill. And that's why I thought it was so imperative that Bill latched on to one of these jobs, but one of these jobs did not open. Dallas is where he needed to be. The Eagles is where he needed to be. He needed to be in a job where he could go there, and if they didn't win, it would be more the fault of the franchise or the owner than Bill Belichick. He could say, look, I tried. I did everything I could, but Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones. But I I did everything I could. It seems like a couple of years ago, could you imagine if Bill Belichick was a free agent at the same time as Raheem Morris and Raheem Morris got the job with all due respect over Bill Belichick? A few years ago, that would not have happened. And if it did happen, we would have been floored. I think this news came out today and there might have been, huh, that's interesting. He passed up Bill. Oh, this Raheem Morris is pretty qualified. There's not a lot of Bill got snubbed. There's not a lot of what is Atlanta doing. There's a lot more like, oh, they made the better choice. They could have easily made the wrong choice, but they made the better choice. And the wrong choice would have been Bill because that's how far 
the that's how far the like the legacy I guess that's how far the feeling around him is has fallen that's how far the what we're looking at here with there's a word I'm thinking of obviously but that's how far it's fallen that's how far it's fallen with Bill and perception maybe okay we'll stick with that that's how far the perception's fallen is that Bill is not a better candidate right now than some of these guys that are out there. And I don't know that he latches on with the commanders. They haven't talked. I don't know that he latches on with the Seahawks. You know, I don't think they've talked. So what's left for Bill? Is he going to sit the year out? Is he going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere and swallow his pride? He's trying to get that win record that Don Shula has. At least that's what we've been told. So this is a very interesting couple of hirings. Dave Canales to Carolina makes sense for both parties. And then Raheem Morris to Atlanta, I think, makes sense for both parties as well. But it's just interesting now that as the musical chair shuffle with Harbaugh yesterday to the Chargers and now Raheem Morris and Dave Canales, you've got these three big fish sitting out there, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. And you've also got offensive coordinator with the Lions, uh, Ben Johnson. You've got Eric Bieniemy, who is in Washington and has interviewed for that job. You're going to have some candidates that get left out. And maybe they go to TV for three months and then steal a job Doc Rivers style. I don't know. But you're going to have some candidates left out in the cycle because there's been some hires that I think are putting more long-term success over the short-term headline grab. And it's been interesting to see that happen uh, in these last couple of weeks. 855-212-4227. Bill Belichick, do we see him in this league as a coach again? I think it's fair to question that. Maybe next year, but that's another year. Does he just say, you know what? It's not my time anymore. Does he accept that Brady won a Super Bowl after him and he did not? Where does this thing lead? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about these games. Much more to come. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. That's ramp. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. General Manager Les Snead, Raheem Morris, was with the Rams the last couple of years as their defensive coordinator. That was a job he took after being with the Falcons. He was their wide receivers coach for a little bit, and then he became the defensive coordinator in 2020. They had Dan Quinn. They went 0-5. They fired Dan Quinn. They promote Raheem Mostert. He goes 4-7. and They don't retain him. They had him in the building. They chose Arthur Smith instead. That did not work out. So three years later, they go back to Raheem Morris. And the Rams, for their part, I mean, as many things that I've read about the Falcons being pumped up about their hire, I've read the Rams being pumped up that their guy got hired. And that's good to see. You know, I know everybody's a competitor, and, you know, there's only 32 of these teams, so there's only so many jobs. But he had the full support of the Rams organization. They basically campaigned for him and it worked out here as he will be Raheem Morris, the next coach of the Atlanta Falcons, which means no bill Belichick, which is very interesting as we try to figure out where he may land next. If anywhere at all, perhaps eight, five, five, two, one, two, four, two, two, seven. David is in Buffalo. As we take the conversation nationwide, David, what's up? Hey, Bart, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good, David. What's up? Yeah, man. I uh, want to jump in here and talk about the coaching carousel in the NFL. Um, I think the Chargers got it right with Harbaugh. I think that was a slam dunk. Uh, great move by them because they needed that not only for the L.A. market, but I think just you know their viability with Justin Herbert as a quarterback. I think he can take them to the next level. Um, I think the, the Dave Canales in Carolina, I think it's a good underrated hire. I think to me there's no expectations with a guy like that. It's so bad there that anything he does that's decent, if they win five or six games, is going to be looked at. It's just, does the owner have any patience there? Um, and I think Atlanta comes down to the quarterback. You know, who's going to be the quarterback there? Um, do they draft a guy? Do they trade for someone like Fields or Kirk Cousins? And then finally on Belichick, my feeling with Belichick is he's looking for a job where he's going to have a franchise guy, whether it's like you said, with Dallas, Philly, even the Bills, something where it's ready-made and he could go right in. Because let's face it, Bart, outside of Tom Brady, his record's not that good. And I think, to me, a lot of teams recognize that. And I think they know if they give him power with the draft and personnel, it could be a disaster. Yeah, and that's basically what happened in Atlanta. Uh, David, thanks for the call. Good cause. They chose not only Raheem Morris, but they chose their current infrastructure in the front office essentially over what Bill Belichick could provide. And that is another sign of maybe uh, Alex's arms here tonight. He helped me think of the word aura 
I was looking for aura. Bill Belichick's aura may not be what it was. I think I landed on, well, I think I stammered for three sentences and came up with, um, I don't even remember. That was a low moment for me. Uh, not just on the show, but in my in my life. Um, I take things hard, very personal, my own toughest critic. So with that coaching hire, I think that is, uh, you know, there's there's good thoughts on that. He does need a quarterback, and we'll see what happens. The six coaching hires we've got so far, and it will be interesting to see how these guys do and how quickly success comes. The Chargers are going to be a very, let's say, sexy pick to make the um, playoffs at least. I was watching some shows today where they were already they were debating between two years or three years before they make the Super Bowl with the Chargers. That's a little too quick. I know Harbaugh is a winner, but that maybe is a little too quick. We'll see. Brian Callahan with the Titans, a complete unknown, and the Titans are kind of a complete unknown. They're sort of in this five-win, six-win purgatory, maybe losing Derrick Henry. Not sure really if Will Evis is the guy in the future, so they're kind of starting from the ground up. Good points on Canales, good points on Morris there. From David, Gerard Mayo is, you know, they. this was the protege. This was the guy who's coached under Bill for a while, and they had targeted him as the guy to take over. So we'll see if he can still kind of keep whatever is left of the Patriot way and then what is new with the Gerard Mayo way. And Antonio Pierce, I think it was the right call to keep him in Vegas. You saw him for about a half a year. You're going to see him again. I do think while Mark Davis hired him, I think he might need results quicker than most just because he was the interim guy and has already had a little bit of time in that position. And with everything we know about the Raiders, this is one of the few times that they did not go splashy higher. And that's kind of the the interesting thing other than the Chargers. I mean, the big names, Vrabel, Carroll, Bill Belichick, they have not been selected as of now, eight five five two one two four two two seven. Ron is in New Jersey. Big Ron. What's up, Barty? Hey, buddy. Hey, man. So uh, I was listening to your show last night, and um, I think someone called in and said that the quarterbacks that are going to win this weekend have bigger thumbs. Is that right? There was a guy who called in. It was relatively later in the evening. Um, which is maybe why the take came out. He he has done extensive research, he said, that the quarterbacks that win the Super Bowl have different thumb sizes from each other. So if you take a look at your thumbs, like my thumbs are the same size. Therefore, I guess I would not have been a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Also, I have little baby man hands. I, can, I can't even palm a basketball. My hands are so tiny i always tell people i have tiny hands and then they're like okay and then we do the hand thing and they're like uh are you sick what's wrong with you so that's that's an aside but yes there was a thumb there was a thumb debate last night ron so listen um here's the deal right like griff gets fired um by the bucks because the players don't like him and you know, but we, well, they all they I all mean, said Dame and uh, Giannis last night said they did like him. Well, they're they're being very politically correct. To yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, and um, so the so the deal is, you know, I've been listening to your show lately, and it's been a lot of coaching changes, discussions, and I just really think that the players are running, you know, the show where they get to dictate who the coach is. 
there's just way too much player empowerment. And I think we need to, rever- you know, that trend has been going since like the early 70s. Like the, or- the, the organizations used to be empowered, right? Like when I was born in 73, there was no free agency, man, right? Like the only way you were going to change teams is if Vince Lombardi got on the phone and traded your ass, you know? Yeah. And there was no free agency. And and then came in the late like you know, seventies free agency came along and then and then guaranteed contracts came along where the players were guaranteed money whether they played or not, whether they were injured or not. And that empowered them even more. And then star players started dictating who can coach and being involved in personnel decisions like LeBron James with what was his name? David Blatt back in the day that was kind of had the same record as, as great. Yeah, and then they, they promoted Ty Lu and they won. Yeah, so that worked out, but that doesn't mean that it would always work out that way. And and then came load management where I don't feel like playing tonight because, you know, I was out at the strip club last night. You know, that's an assumption, but yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We make a lot of money. We spend a lot of money. I think. So you think there's too much player empowerment? Yeah. And then the star players bringing in their buddies to play with them. Like Aaron Rodgers brings in Lazard and Randall Cobb and the offensive coordinator. And he just brings his entourage with him, man. It's out of control. How, How can you disagree with me here, Bart? Well, no, I don't disagree with you. Ron, good to hear from you, buddy. Thanks, man. Anytime, dude. You having a good night? Yeah, you too, man. What are you up to? Are you just watching the games? Well, I just took my son in, and um, I'm watching a little hockey, actually. And, you know, I invited you to, like, kind of come out here and hang out with Shep and me and – yeah, you invited me like last week. I got, I got, I got to, I got to put it. I got to figure out my calendar. Yeah, man, you got to get that on the calendar, man. But don't do it during March Madness because I'll be in Vegas then. Oh, okay. I, I think I'm going to be out of town too. Oh, okay. All That's right, good man. All right, well, we'll connect, Ron. All right, take care, dude. Take care. All right, all right big Ron. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. The player empowerment thing, I think you can look at it from um, really any sport. But I would just say to that, I've never once bought a ticket to go watch a coach. Well, that's not true. My dad coached soccer for a while, so I'd go watch his team. But other than that, um, I would not, you know, that's, we're, we're, we're here to see the players. We're here to see the players, and they dictate. And I understand, like, we have a longing for things to be different and it is a little out of control when you sign a four-year deal and then two years into the contract you're being traded. That's a little out of control for sure. But this is the, the these guys drive the league, and as long as they're going to drive the league, they're going to drive the decisions that are made around the team. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is great to be with you on this fine evening. I am Bart Winkler. If you're listening in podcast form, go ahead and like and subscribe. If you're listening in uh, radio form, just uh, like maybe honk your horn a couple times to show your support. Beep, 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 beep. Honk your horn and uh, show that you're show that you're a fan of the program. The Atlanta Falcons interviewed 14 different guys before they settled on Raheem Morris as their next head coach, including Bill Belichick twice. And for as much as this is a celebration of Raheem Morris getting the job, it is also a referendum on Bill Belichick not getting it. Because if Bill was going to get this job, he's got a couple of things that he wants, and one of those things is control and power and the kind of organizational structure that he had in New England. Well, in Atlanta, they've got this guy, Rich McKay, who has been there since 2003. The GM, president, CEO, CEO. He's kind of Arthur Blank's right-hand man. And Belichick and Arthur Blank, when they're talking, they're trying to figure out how much power can I have? How much control of the football operations can I have? And that's why I'm not sure that there are a lot of jobs available for him. I did think Dallas, despite it being maybe the least obvious, I thought that with Jerry Jones getting up there in age, I, I just hate saying that. I sound so morbid, but I do think that that is some consideration. Like Jerry Jones needs to win. He wants to win. And I know he's in complete control of the team and the general manager, but I think that he would, for Bill Belichick, give some of that up. But he stayed with Mike McCarthy. The Eagles, I think, would have been a good spot. All right. But then they've got to figure out how much does Howie Roseman do as the GM and and all that. The Bills, but then they've got to figure out, you know, it's all this power structure that not a lot of teams are willing to give the coach. There was a little bit of a run, I think, around the turn of the century where, all right, you want to be the coach and the GM? Sure, go ahead. Because it was the Bill Parcells model. And then a bunch of people did it and it didn't work. And Bill's kind of always had that model, and he wants to stay with that model, but nobody really wants to give it to him. I'm not sure he coaches again. I I don't know where it would be. Maybe in Dallas next year. Maybe, again, Philadelphia or Buffalo, if they have another year. Like one of these teams that are so close that have stayed with their coach, 
but he's not going to take over a team that's in a rebuilding year. He's not going to take over a team that doesn't have a quarterback. He's not going to take over a team that's not close. He's got to take over a team like, like if the Chiefs don't make it and Andy Reid retires next week. I don't know. I mean, that's the, he needs to take a team that's right on the doorstep and say, I can push you over back to the top or to the top in the first place. And I don't know where that happens. If he doesn't get a coaching job, what's he going to do? A little TV? The further you get away from coaching, the harder it is to get back in. I know it's Bill Belichick, but these last four years have tarnished him. If he left when Tom Brady does, he gets a job within days. If they both left New England at the same time, he gets a job within days. Now we saw four years without him. We saw him trying to have Mac Jones and Cam Newton and Bailey Zappi and all these guys come through and this Patriots team that while they did make the playoffs one year, essentially things have gotten worse and worse over the last few. And so Bill Belichick, while history will look at him as the or top two or whatever coach of all time, he's not a top 10 coaching candidate right now. I mean, is that is that fair to say? The one team it looked like he was progressing towards went somewhere else. Hasn't talked with the Commanders yet. Hasn't talked with the Seahawks as far as we know, according to I saw the report from Adam Schefter. So what's next for Bill? I mean, Tom Brady really did a number on this guy's uh, legacy by, by going and winning a Super Bowl somewhere else. Bill is in Baltimore, 855-212-4227. Hey, Bill. Hi, Bart. How are you? Uh, I know I have something here that, uh, as far as Bill Belichick, uh, I, I witnessed things when, uh, when they had the, uh, uh, the Navy Army game up in um, Foxborough and how excited he was about it, how involved he was in that. Uh, and I know it would be a step down for him, but they need him. And and his father had the uh, – I believe his father was a coach down here. I'm, I'm about 20 miles from from Annapolis, and uh, I, I'd love to see him go to the Naval Academy. What do you, I mean, do you think he's going to coach again? Or, or does he uh, – is the most important thing uh, win, winning the most games in the NFL? Is that, is that – what do you think? Well, I think we're going to figure that out. That's a good suggestion, uh, Bill. Thanks for that, and thanks for the call. I think we're going to figure that out. Like, does he want to keep coaching? Is it the coaching that he loves, or is it the Don Shula record that he's trying to go after? So Bill Belichick in his career – has won 302 games, 302 games. George Hallis won 318, and Don Shula has won 328. So Bill Belichick, he is 71 years old. He could coach for another three, four years, get eight or nine wins a season, uh, and then you've got the record. And then you go down as the all-time winningest coach in terms of wins. There's a few guys with better winning percentage than Bill Belichick, um, a handful of guys, whether it's John Madden or Vince Lombardi or Don Shula or even Tony Dungy, Paul Brown. Winning percentage is something that certainly took a dip with him. But, yeah, maybe. maybe, I mean, I don't know. That's the thing about Bill Belichick. Would it surprise you if he doesn't get a job and then we find out he's coaching at a high school somewhere? I, I don't know that the high school players would like it. They're like, well, dude, hey, I'm just trying to 
I'm just trying to do some extracurricular activities here. I don't need, I mean, you're a legend and all, but this is insane. So that's the thing. I, you wonder if some of these coaches, and I wonder this about Greg Popovich too, who is in a similar situation, coaching teams that are not getting close to the finals or to the playoffs. Do they just like to coach? What motivates them? When you're coaching this long, what motivates you? Maybe a college job, if it's not that one, maybe a college job is is there. I think that the NFL is probably where he'd rather be, but it's got to be a little bit humbling. And maybe he's got to take a year off and then think, all right, how do I do this without needing all this power? Can I just go somewhere and coach? Because it seems like the Atlanta Falcons had a very strong review on saying, look, you're Bill Belichick, yeah, but we're not – You're not the Bill Belichick that we're going to give complete control of our football over to. Not anymore. My guy Dave is in Miami. What's up, Dave? What's going on, Barty? Hey, bud. Mr. Jovial tonight. Oh, good. uh, How are you, sir? Um, Just um, talk talk about the playoffs real quick and then uh, address uh, Belichick. Um, Yeah. I think uh, the KC Baltimore, I think Baltimore is a little too strong, but – any chance um, KC pulls it out? Maybe overtime? What do you think? I think there's a very good chance uh, KC can pull it out. I would still side with Baltimore right now as we go through yeah. the week. I'm trying to feel these games out, of course, like we all are. But I think there's something yeah. about Kansas City being on the road that they are embracing. And so I would not let up at all if I was Baltimore. Okay. And, and the same frame game, um, I think it's going to be close as well. I give it uh, maybe 34-31 uh, to 49ers. And um, the lines, you know, I, I, I'm i always harassing Mr. Positive, but, you know, it's, it's not – I don't know. I don't think they're ready yet. You know, it's nice for them to be there, but who knows? Anything could happen. And, and the last thing with Belichick, I think he should just go to Michigan. Just go down with the sinking ship. You know, Detroit's going to lose. Michigan, you know, lost Harbaugh. And that should be it. <laughs> Have a nice week, sir. Have a nice week. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave, Dave's on like a one. Yeah, Dave's on like a one man, uh, one man battle against. It was the city of Detroit, and now it's extended to all things Michigan. Uh, Dave in Miami. I don't know if that's just a just a rivalry he's building with uh, you know longtime caller Greg in Michigan, Mister Positive, or if it's if it's just something else at play. But if Dave can, if, if Dave calls in from Miami, and we don't get a direct shot at Detroit and or the state of Michigan, I don't believe it's actually Dave in Miami. As far as the Lions, I do think there are paths for them to win. I really fear for their sake that the Niners understand they got lucky, that they took a really good test from a team that's younger and not as experienced, and maybe not as strong as them. And they had to overcome a lot of different obstacles in that game. They were lucky that some of these passes were dropped. They were lucky that they got some of the spots that they did. But they got a win. Brock Purdy stepped up when he needed to, and they got a win. And I think they're going to look at that and rebuild at that. And I think Debo Samuel was limited today. Like I said last night, there's going to be a lot of people. And I'm, I might be one included. Let's say if Debo plays, Niners win. If he doesn't, Lions win. But I really do think, like, the Niners are motivated. They are motivated. They know that they have a nice opportunity in front of them. 
They know they got taken to the brink, and they're not going to let that happen again. They're not going to let that opportunity slip away from them. So I think that's the mindset, at least. If that happens on the field, we'll find out. If there's any team that can battle the mindset with a tough mindset of their own, it's Dan Campbell and the Lions. So very intrigued in that game. I mentioned last night that it's weird if you look at these two games, you would assume Chiefs-Ravens is the is the second one, just in terms of the buildup. But that's actually the afternoon game, and the Lions and Niners are at night. But maybe there's some potential for that to be the stronger game. It's a big weekend. There's a lot of legacies on the line. A lot of the things that we say about these guys in the future will be determined by what happens on the field this weekend. From the coaches to the quarterbacks. I brought this out last week. I'm going to bring it out again. It is a heavy-duty machine that I have created. We put a take into it. We ask it a question, and it spits out the answer. We're going to ask the Bartometer which coach and or quarterbacks have the most pressure and have the most on the line this weekend. The Bartometer is back, and it's next on CBS Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.